Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In America, it's estimated that 4% of people in prison are actually innocent. When I saw them for the very first time, like I knew who my jury would be doing trial. To be honest, I knew I lost then. In 2002, the state of Georgia found Kerry guilty for his alleged involvement in a vicious rape. Only a small percentage of those people have their convictions overturned. You know, as one great justice said uh, many years ago, we don't find our witnesses from church pews. What series of events led to Kerry's wrongful conviction? Could this happen to anyone? What finally convinced the courts to overturn his conviction? From Zapier, in partnership with the Georgia Innocence Project, this is The 4%. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts or visit zapier.com forward slash resources forward slash podcasts to learn more. Okay, uh, welcome back to Gallagher Shots. This is Extra Time. It is the week at Newcastle United. It's uh, not been the busiest week, mainly because there's been no football. But um, yeah, good to be back all the same. You might notice that uh, Jess isn't too well this week. I mean, just just look at her face, man. Look, she's changed. She's just... <laughs> Stop covering it, Jess. It's fine. No, it's uh, it's Matty. Uh, Jess isn't too well this week, so she's not with us, but um, she sends her best to everyone. And um, that's off the back of last week's Lovely Lads 11. Um, I, I don't know if you, you all saw it, but uh, we basically picked her, and um, that included a captain, uh, Federico Fernandez. We had uh, other people like ourselves in there. It, it was quite a, a newish team, Corby. So I, I don't know if you had any Lovely Lads who you might suggest would go in from yesteryear. Who you might think maybe made it in prior to the, the Premier League's conception, perhaps. Uh, oh, Christ, now you're talking. Let's get uh, let's get Steve Howie in. <laughs> Steve Howie could go in there, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he was mentioned, actually. Oh, I think Steve Howie was mentioned. But uh, Ketch, Ketch shut it down because he uh, he got ignored by him that time. So, you know, it's the price you pay. Price you pay. <laughs> um, but uh, if you, if you want to see that full team, it is on Instagram. Uh, right now at Gallagher Shots. Uh, apologies to Rob Elliott. He didn't make the final cut. And I know he, he was very keen on getting in that because he, he liked the tweet. So he's, he's probably probably not following Gallagher Shots or anything like that ever again now. Uh, apologies to the Dilsh. Uh, it's a bit of a, a, a different one tonight because we've got a bit of an election night special uh, to, to the lads in question here. Um, two, two lads who probably, I hope, won't shout over each other like the presidential debate uh, the other week. Uh, we're going to have a nice reasoned discussion. Um, but obviously, at time of recording, Corby uh, uh, and uh, Thomas, we, we won't know the results yet, will we? Uh, it's going to be... Tomorrow. As people... Who do we lose there? Just kick them out. Hey there. Where, where are you, mate? You're going a bit. You're going a bit funny there, I think, mate. Am I going a bit funny? Yeah. Yeah, you've frozen it's, for it's, me, mate. It's kicked you and Thomas off the call there. There we go. We're back. We're back. 
see what happens when you mentioned the trust and and things just start start getting taken down <laughs> alex, alex is there with a few wires saying don't give them preferential treatment um thanks for watching alex but yeah how, how, how are you feeling lads are, are, you, are you excited for the the final results coming out there uh i'm nervous i must yeah. admit i am i'm nervous yeah uh because i think there's there's 11 really good candidates so uh, i think there's there's uh yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I really want it. Um, I really want to be elected. So, um, but yeah, I think that the trust is in good hands. Whoever gets whoever gets elected tomorrow. Yeah, so, and um, we will get on to, to things as well. Sorry, Corby, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, Thomas is worried there, but he, he need not be. Um, you know, mm -hmm. without tempting fear, Thomas has done absolutely fantastic. I think everyone knows that. Um, Alex, uh, Greg, the rest of the team have been fantastic. If I get elected, it would be it would be brilliant because um, I think it's it's got the point from a personal point of view where. I simply don't want to sit back and just let people do the graft anymore, you know. Well, I'm sure we'll come to it more later, but uh, if I do get on, I'm sure I'll be joining a great bunch. Yeah. I, I will just chuck in there, by the way, that I did vote for Mark, so uh, I think we're, we're it's all good relationships tonight. <laughs> I, yeah, vote, well, I voted for Emil and he's not even up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? If I if I can be that that reopen nominations candidate, then I'm I'm I'll happy be happily be there. Um, but yeah, look, I don't want to put anyone in difficult position tonight. But Matty, who did you vote for? Uh, I voted for, my, I voted for myself. Good answer. I think I do really well at loads of things. But yeah, 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 yeah. Just get get yourself throw your name <laughs> in the hat. You know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get someone in there last minute. Just really rustle things up. But um, yeah, we're good luck, lads, and right, um, all, all the best for uh, whatever happens. And um, you know, like you say, the trust will be in good hands. Whatever goes on. But it's been a week of controversies. It's probably going to be the most serious extra time we've ever done after doing a. Uh, a week last week where we picked the canniest players to ever play for Newcastle United. This week, we take aim and we fire. However, this controversial week, it happened during the international break. So I think we should we should look at that first. Um, we had a lot of players in, uh, in, in action over the last seven days. And there's been a, a hell of a lot of international fixtures, it would seem, uh, more than ever before. But um, Ryan Fraser was one of the, the headline grabbers for Scotland. They obviously... Uh, it feels good to gift. So give your dad the One for All gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100-plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. Got through the first of the uh, the playoff games for the Euros, and um, he also got man of the match against Slovakia. He's, he's also scored against the Czech Republic. So why the hell isn't he doing it for Newcastle United yet? But um, Matty, th this is this has got to be a, a sign of not seeing the best of Ryan Fraser yet. Would you say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Fraser's. I wouldn't say a funny one, but he's joined the club having not kicked the ball, not had a pre-season because of not signing a contract with Bournemouth. So I think. This international break, this extended international break, as you were, with three games, is probably a good thing in Fraser's like, like situation because he's getting game time and you know he's he's playing and he, he obviously, I think Steve Bruce has been worried about his his sharpness, his fitness. He's went away to Scotland and didn't play the first game, came on the last four minutes, but then he's been given a start against Slovakia, man of the match, playing up front, which is which is good to see. I mean, it shows that he's got an option in the new Newcastle squad as well, and then and then he's he's kept that berth and scored against Czech Republic. So I think. You know, after this, I think if Bruce will be thinking, right, he might be match fit now. He might be ready. Because I think just Lee, as he left the international break, it wasn't two shoes, giving them fits and stats. So, yeah, I think now maybe we might see a bit more Fraser post this international break. Yeah, well, we saw a bit of the trickery towards the end of the uh, the Burnley game when he obviously won the penalty. We saw that eagerness to to get towards the goal, and uh, we've seen him in action as well in the uh, in the the League Cup, the Carabao, when he got his goal uh, on his debut. So all all positives. Um, Thomas, I know you were um, away with England and Russia, but do you, do you think it's important that we we get Scotland at one of these big competitions in in uh, the near future? Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm rooting for Scotland in the in their qualifier against Serbia. Um, it was the, the obviously we, we're due to play them at Wembley, so uh, 
that would be that would be an unbelievable experience if fans can attend. That is, um, that's obviously still up for debate. It might be behind closed doors, but it'd still be an amazing spectacle. So I'm rooting for Scotland because um, I think we'll hammer them as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for them. There is that mystic quality to the England uh, to the England Scotland game at the uh, the Euros, of course. The, the Gaza moment. It's uh, it's happening again, lads. It's happening. Here we go. We're going to go out in the semis finally. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, like like you say, I'd love to see Scotland there. It, it's a shame that uh, Ireland. Uh, went out. Jeff Hendrick didn't have a, a great week, but um, I guess the best news for him is that he wasn't deemed a close contact uh, for one of the Irish squad who uh, who tested positive. So I think he's he's got away with that one. Um, bad news though for Jamal Lewis, who has had an Achilles scan. Uh, Mark, just just from what we've seen from from Lewis in the first few games, do you think that he's uh, proven to be a, a fairly decent asset? Hundred uh, percent. Straight away, you knew what you were going to get. Um, he's. It, it sounds a cliche, but in this day and age, a lot of uh, fullbacks now are better going forward than the actual defending. Um, but from what we've seen so far, I like the look of him. Um, if we can get a good six, seven years out of this lad, he'll, he'll only get better. Um, obviously, I'm sure we'll, we'll come to Steve Bruce at some point. But obviously, it depends on who he's coach. Who's co- maybe <laughs> <laughs> who, who is uh, who his coach is. But no, you've got to look at the all the signings. I know you you would have covered it. Everyone would have spoke about it on on the panel tonight. Every single player we bought in was an improvement on who we had. And um, to 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 go back to the the left back Lewis, uh, you know, I just I like the look of him. I love a, a player who looks comfortable on the ball. Um, you'll you'll probably fill out a lot more. Uh, with his with his age, and um, for me, I'm a little bit old-fashioned. I'll have a fullback who will put a good tackle in, but ultimately, a tackle these days and you're booked. So yeah, um, exactly, we'll we'll, we'll, u- we'll use him to his strengths. And um, but yeah, to answer your question, I, I like the look of the lad. Definitely. Yeah, I was enjoying Thomas's look to the skies there. Just bloody tackle these days. <laughs> you can't do anything. You get thrown in jail. Um, you know, but um, yeah, I think what we should do with Lewis is I think we need to make a bit of an, a, a damatriori of him. You know, fill him out, get him covered in baby oil. He'll, uh, he'll just fly <laughs> past defenders because they're just grabbing at him. But um, yeah, it, it, it's a shame about the uh, the the Achilles because um, that that would be a, a massive setback. But but fingers crossed, it's it's nothing too he was in, bad. He was in training today. He was in was training. he all right? Well, there we go. Today, so fingers yeah, crossed. You, yeah. If you've been there with binoculars, have you been watching? Yeah, <laughs> just doing a Bielsa. Doing a Bielsa. Yeah, doing a Bielsa. Um, yeah, oh, long gone are the days of uh, standing outside the Chesley Street Riverside, isn't it? And watching the yeah. John, watching John Carell's talk to Bobby Robson. Um, but yeah, look, I'm getting those vintage references into there, Corby, just because I, I, I know you're like looking you're doing back, well. thinking back, <laughs> looking back uh, in, in anger, probably. Uh, yeah. Fabian Cher got sent off for Switzerland. Um, I should probably just clear this one up. I think a lot of people fell for a, a certain tweet last night that said he'll now miss Newcastle's next three games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. Um, I, I don't know why that, that one took off, but it, it caught our WhatsApp group off a bit off guard. Um, and, and Miguel Almiron, a dirty bugger, got himself a yellow card, but he, he also nearly got his jaw broken uh, in one of the games for Paraguay. And if you saw it, that one didn't even uh, get anything. But um, good start for Paraguay, four points. They're, uh, they're on their way to Qatar 2022, which uh, seems a lifetime away and a lifetime <laughs> since they cheated their way to get that. But um, there's, a, there's a, a mention for Qatar on the video there, just for the tinfoil. Uh, we are not funded. I've said that so many times already. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt, I mean, it's, do, you, do you think it's positive that we've got that many players out? Um, I mean, there was a few others who didn't get game time, but... Um, yeah. It, it, we said this last week, it must be good that Newcastle are finally having some international players in the squad. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, uh, honourable mention for Ashraf Lazar, you know. Yes. Kicking, kicking around Monaco's bench, that's always fun. Monaco, uh, Mor- Morocco. Uh, Mor- Monaco, Morocco, <laughs> you know. Close <laughs> <place. enough>. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. next week, each other on the map, aren't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's definitely, definitely a, a positive. Um, you know, even look, you look so, like to Fabian Shea. I mean, you got, you got the armband in one of the Switzerland games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Biggie played pretty much all his games. Uh, Jeff Hendrick played. I think he played a hundred. You know, how many how many minutes? He missed, played all three games anyway. Yeah. So you know, they're getting a lot of game time. Whether you know that might uh, enforce changes on Saturday, I'm not too sure. I mean, fingers mm. crossed. I actually hope. It might mean Hendrick might not play. I mean, he's he's looked solid enough, but I just feel like it limits our our attacking potential a bit too much. And against the Man United side that are looking a bit uh, bit leaky at the back, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing those having a go at them. So that would involve playing an actual winger on the right. But to answer your question, yeah, it's 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 a sign of good things that you've got six or five six internationals out. 
Yeah, certainly for Fabian Scher, Swiss captain, which of course is a big plus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, was just, that, that was just my warning to Corby and Thomas that they can back out now. Because <laughs> 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 I'm trying, I'm trying to lighten the mood before we go into the really serious Fantastic. stuff. Um, we we we've seen it today on Twitter yesterday. Whenever you're watching this. Um, the trust have, have started up this 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 campaign. Um, Thomas, I'll, I'll I'll come to you on on this one and and, and mark you as well uh, in a moment. But uh, these previous like issues that have been ongoing in the background for you, Thomas, it's it's just a mess, isn't it? Oh, completely, mate. It's been uh, it's been ongoing since March. Um, these discussions that we've had with the club. Um, I remember being at Southampton away at the time, uh, which was our last game that we were able to attend. And I remember being told at the time that this was this was going to happen. And then, so immediately my, my trust head came into it and I'm thinking, right, we, we need to think about the money situation here. You know, we're going to continue, well, we're going to start getting charged for next season straight away. Um, so it continued from then, really, contacting the club and, and you know, having conversations that you need to stop the payments now because we just don't know we don't know what's going to happen. Um, they ignored it. They continued to ignore it, and it was only when we had the we had the meeting with uh, with Bill Bush from the Premier League that we were able to get some sort of result for that uh, and get the refunds for last season for the five games that we missed. So then attention turned to obviously this season, uh, and now that it looks increasingly likely that we'll not be back till March at the earliest, if at all. Um, we were we had to we had to get on the back of the club um and really put some pressure on again so we had a meeting about uh well it was last month about the return to stadiums uh, and and I, I said in that meeting that they need to uh they need to announce what they're going to do with the refund situation they can't have a situation like they did last time where we, we were the last club to announce the refunds um and they agreed they said they were looking at how they were going to do it as to whether it was going to be game by game or in a block of games but then we never heard anything since and ever since then we've asked them a few times I've asked them personally other members of the board have asked them personally it's just been ignored so we thought right we have to do something public and we have to go strong with this and uh, and the fact that the, uh, the pay-per-view stuff came out as well um, it became a, a real big issue that needed sorting now Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we, I mean, I've seen a brief update just before we came on there, just saying that um, there's a little bit of contact now. I think the the club have responded. I think the Chronicle was saying, or at least they've they've said there might be something. Um, probably getting my facts wrong there, just from what I've seen on Twitter. But um, they, might, they might have responded to someone, but it's not to us. Not <laughs> right? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pass the message from Mike to to Lee yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um, I'm, I mean, uh, do you see an end to this fiasco, Mark? I mean, it's it's like, do you, do you think that like pressure, like these campaigns, do end up working? I, I think this one will. I think yeah. under the current climate, I know a lot of people are using it as an excuse, but the club have been. Tom, Thomas doesn't. It feels good to gift, so give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day, and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100-plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. Need to, need to you know, shout from the rooftops. It's blatantly obvious to the supporters at the club are using the pandemic uh, and the takeover as an excuse to not communicate and not give us any sort of direction. Now, you know, w- without going into it over and over again regarding the takeover, if, if we're stuck with Mike Ashley, we need to build communications. And unfortunately, Thomas, Alex, et cetera, they haven't been able to get it to a point where it's going to be slick, it's going to flow. And um, supporters can sort of rely on the trust to get that communication on their behalf. As we sit here today, the, the communication's non-existent, apart from probably a tick, tick box and exercise. No, dis- no disrespect at all to Thomas and the guys. If, no. if that, that isn't true, that's how I see it. And um, I, I just feel now that there seems to be no sort of leadership from the club. There's no one taking responsibility. And um, we've got people with these positions. I'll not name names and positions. In, you know, I don't want to call anyone out in particular. But it just seems to me that, that there's people that have got job titles, but they're not actually honouring what they're supposed to be doing. So... To answer your question, Emil, yes, I think they really will have to sit up and notice. I've noticed there's been a good campaign today with the press. 
a lot of the major players, local and nationally, seem to be on board now. Um, we just need to galvanise more of the support, you know, get more of the the, the, the big accounts, the, the major people who, like see yourself, who do the podcasts and do the, the social media, the YouTube, get everyone on board. Everyone needs to pull together. And, um, you know, it, it, it is a cliche, but hopefully we'll come out on the other side with, with the result that we're needing, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Sorry, Emil, it wouldn't surprise no, me right. if Newcastle's answer today was, oh, it wasn't 7 million trust, um, it, was, it was 5 million. That's how petty yeah. they seem to be. You know? <laughs> fine, fine. You know, we, we were happy to stand corrected today. Yeah. You know, yeah. t- tell us that figure, because at the end of the day, they're still in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever the figure is, they're, they're still in the wrong. They're still, you know, completely bang out of order. And, uh, uh, it's yeah. I think I think you're right, Mark. The 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 pressure will the pressure will work. This we know yeah. the refunds will come. It's just the fact that they haven't come yet. That's the mm. issue. Um, and you know they're, they're expecting us to effectively pay twice this weekend. Uh, <laughs> just staggering. Yeah. It's I mean it's 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 eighteen thousand people that have been paying. You know either either in fulls from March or have been paying monthly since. Um, that's a lot of people. A lot of money. Yeah, you've just got to blame the people who got the tickets for season tickets for free, really, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all of them. It's all of them. them. Harbouring this money that they're getting back from the club. Uh, God, wouldn't that wouldn't wouldn't that just be typical Newcastle? The people who got the free season tickets are currently getting refunds for the for the, for the free tickets. I guess to a certain extent you are, but um, how very Newcastle United. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I say, I, I know it's a time of change at the trust, but um, I'm, I'm sure whatever changes, then you know, the, the, it'll continue. It's a, it's a cracking little campaign, and, and I think from the coverage alone, TV and, and radio, because I've heard it in uh, our news today, um, it, it, it's getting out there. So, so that's the main thing. Um, but the, another thing this week, which wasn't actually Newcastle, which is come and gone in the time that it's taken us to even think about it, um, Project Big Picture has uh, faded away. What a bloody shame, eh? <laughs> um, Matty, I mean, what, what do you think of this? I mean, do you think this will go away like a, like a Saudi takeover and then reappear from a man's oven and, and take the form of a, a loaf of bread? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and we'll cut it up into six different bits, shall we? Yeah. And yeah, then three bits smaller bits to go make nine. A few crumbs yeah. to West Ham and that, yeah. Yes. Um, honestly, I, I mean, not to get into too much and not to put our tinfoil hats on again, but... You know, I think that in football, you know, big things like this, they come on the headlines and everyone everyone talks about them, they fade away, but they're still there in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, this thing about a Super League or the top six, it's always been there. It's been there for the last seven, eight years. And I think there's people out there, you know, like the Henrys of the world, they were just really wanting that power to just make sure that they are the top dogs in this league. Now, I don't agree with it whatsoever. Uh, just this time, it sat wrong with me. I mean, I'm a bit of a, like everyone, I'm a bit of a headline reader. You know, you read a headline, you think, that's out of order, without even going into it. Oh, I, I, think, I don't think I've ever seen such a mass rejection by, yeah. by, by any fan base, for that matter. Exactly. But it got us talk. I mean, don't get me wrong, you saw the, the things about, you know, the, the bailout for the EFL, mm-hmm. sharing of the TV money, the, the, you know, let the trickle-down effect and all that, but... You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said you can stop a man from drowning and not make him be indebted to you. Just take uh, you off the back of his head. I listened to the same one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Football um, Ramble, big what, fan. What, <laughs> I'll, I'll promote it, but whatever. Oh, it's fine. It's, it's, it's a very good podcast. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. But like I said, it, it's totally, totally right by saying that, you know, we should be talking about bailing out the EFL. You know, we, we, there is, it, before the pandemic, there was problems with the EFL. You know, you saw clubs that are just literally teetering on a knife edge for years and you need to sort that out. But to have that veiled a power grab veiled through a, a sort of rescue mission to the AFL was just so unpalatable. And then when I saw there's some of the things about, you know, wanting to be a veto takeovers, and I know you assets take over and blah, 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 blah. But if imagine if a, a proper takeover came in with no, you know, you know, no yeah. politics and they just didn't like it and it could just stop yeah. them getting took over. It's it's ridiculous. So thankfully it's been it's been taken away. But who knows? This could be a, a start of negotiations for something a bit less, but them finally getting what they actually want. So I hope that's not the case. But yeah, it can it can just poetically put fuck right off in my Absolutely. Opinion. Absolutely, well said. Um, and and yeah, Barry Moat will be breathing a sigh of relief, but uh, there's still hope for that one going through. Um, just touching on the lower leagues, there, I, I believe that they have now rejected a 50 million bailout um, from the Premier League, which which is a bit like a 
Uh, well, I don't know how this one works, but you know, it's the Premier League's ball and they've taken it home, but then the, the EFL have come back with their own ball and then the Premier League have stabbed it. I, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure if that analogy works, but but Thomas, do you see any positives for, for the lower leagues and, and do, do you think that they are right in what they are now doing? Because they were a lot of them were apparently all for it and, and you know, Sunderland were one of the big ones as well, which just shows how desperate they must be as a club uh, down there in League One, um, <laughs> managed by Phil Parkinson and, and with players who I don't actually know anything about anymore. I mean, have you seen who they played the other way? I mean, what is it? like? like the, they've lost. They, they drew with Charlton and they're not even in the play. Sorry, uh, do you see any positives? <laughs> do you see anything like positive for Sunderland and the rest of the lower league clubs? Ah, to be, you know what it is the the football supporters association put it put it perfectly that the whole thing was a a sugar coated cyanide pill that wow. you know it was <laughs> yes. It, yes. It, that it was that it was you know it was a deal made up like like we've said that you know make it look glamorous to the lower league lower league clubs even add things in like twenty pound tickets and all that sort of stuff um, legalized standing um, just to to hand over the power to these football clubs I. In terms of that deal, absolutely, I don't see any any benefit to the lower, the lower league clubs other than the money that will go in the chairman's back pocket. Um, you know, will it still save these clubs? I'm, I'm not convinced. Um, I think I think something will come for the lower league clubs. I think it has to. Uh, I, I, we have to look after the pyramid, as has been said. Um, that That's absolutely vital. So I think something will come. Uh, I'm not convinced that it will be something we all agree with, yeah. in all honesty. No, just to echo what Thomas is saying there, he's totally right. I mean, you can promise to give as much money as you want and trickle down and share to all these clubs. Who's in charge of them? You know what I mean? They can, it, it, yeah. They can do what they want with that money and it doesn't make, yeah. mean the club's going to survive. They, they can take it away straight away. It, yeah. You know, they, they control the money. So as soon as they get a little bit annoyed or something happens, they can take the, they can pull the money and that's it. Yeah. So you know, it's it's football's going to go on for centuries, and are we really going to sell it off to Liverpool and Man United and a, and a few select clubs now because of a because of a pandemic? I mean, it, it just it, it's gut wrenching to even think about that that prospect. Um, but, so think, luckily, it's it's gone away for now. Um, I think it'll come back though. I think the um, the biggest concern or the biggest question to me, lads, is. Who on earth decided who this top six or eight or nine, yeah. who, who are they? Yeah. I mean, exactly. histo historically, historically, if you really want to go back since football began, when I was born, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your, 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 your top six, um, statistically speaking, would include Aston Villa and Everton. Yeah. And it would bring back Woolwich, bring back Woolwich, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, Get Corinthians in or something. It, it, well, this, this is it, but you know, how on earth, you know, how dare. The top six or eight or whoever you want to be, how dare them take control of this when other clubs are seeped in much more history, much more, much more heritage, one more trophy. <coughs> we don't know what a bloody trophy is, but even Sunderland, um, this this uh, third they're getting tier, a lot of coverage today. They're getting loads, but but they are tenth. Yeah. So you know you've got you've got to well, win. Right. They won just as many league titles as Man City. That, that, well, that's there's the madness. So if, if they didn't do it consecutively, Man City wouldn't actually get a look in. Yeah, yeah. Despite their their riches and their success over uh, recent history, Man City yeah. wouldn't actually get jit. So I don't think they, they could have actually done it on how many years they've actually been in the Premier League because that would mean that Man City wouldn't be in and, and you'd get other teams like like Leeds might be in there at some point. Well, we're, we're up there. We're up there. I know, we're definitely up there. We're certainly up there. So, you know, in that case, I'm all for that. Get us in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think just um, a, a final point of our main meal, going, yeah, going, back to, going back to when the Premier League started back in 92, you know, at the time, when I'm sure... Started, sorry. When football started, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm sure there was 13 clubs in the Premier League voted and the rest mm -hmm. just had to go along with it. And, you know, the, the, the paper over the cracks then sort of said, uh, don't worry, Football League, we look after you. But look what's happened. The Premier League is just out there in its own entity. The rest of the, rest of the, fo the, the Football League, it's just, it just exists, isn't it, unfortunately? Yeah. And they're getting left further and further behind. If this happens... It's only going to go one way. The rich are going to get richer. And let's be honest, the Premier League is hardly a competitive league to start with. You know, you've got, you've got your top end, you've got your battle for the mid-table, then you've got your relegation candidates. Um, you know, the, the, the way I look at it is it's just going to get more and more, 
you know, easier for the top clubs to to win trophies and us to get that time. You're, you're totally right, mate. How how do how do you even penetrate that top nine now? Yeah. If if that was to happen, that top nine would stay the top nine yeah. because they, they'd have all the power. You know how 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 do we know they wouldn't have um, say on like refereeing? Like, they, they'd, they'd effectively be the bosses of the referees. Yeah. And you get a bit you do you know it's it's absolutely staggering. You know this European Super League that they've talked about for a few years. Just fine, fuck off. Go and, yeah. go and join it. Just yeah. go because we don't want you anyway. I wouldn't yeah. miss Man United away. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? like, just let them. You know, do, I don't know if you remember, but when Man United have like throughout the years, they've always had like quite an arrogant support. And this isn't this isn't aimed at all of them, but. It's that um, you know when the where Man United will do what we want sort of yeah. uh, sort of chant yeah. they've, they've echoed around the country, and I dare say that even some of the supporters would probably lap it all up the fact that they had control, and, and yeah. I think it's dangerous. And it was good to see the support organisations of those clubs come out yeah. against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say actually, you had the big six trusts actually denounce it. And it I did, mean, yeah. That, which that is says which is. All. Yeah, exactly. Um, it I really mean, does. Not that I like to congratulate them, but th- thanks to West Ham as well for for shutting it yeah. down straight away. Because you know, they, they, West West Ham, of course, wouldn't want to go into that that separate league because they'd finish bottom of it every single season. <laughs> so uh, you can you can see the minds between a bit behind that. I, th- I think the best the best one. I don't know if you saw it, lads, but Ian Holloway. Yes. Uh, with with yeah, the passion yeah. speech about the government stepping in and and all that. I mean, if no one's seen it, then. Please uh, go and watch it because there's a man who uh, really gets it and, and understands the the repercussions of what could happen for football as a whole, let alone to certain teams here and there. Um, but but great news for Newcastle fans. Robbie Savage is taking over at Macclesfield Town, so can't wait to play them in the cup for the chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Macclesfield, Macclesfield FC, get ready, BT Sport, they'll be ready. Um, yeah, lads, uh, thanks for that. It's uh, always uh, appreciated with those. Views. Um, but on to another problem now, the PPV, uh, which oh. is which is certainly not going away anytime soon, regardless of campaign. Um, I mean, I'm, I was going to mention about this, um, Mark. I mean, do you th- this probably won't go away, will it? Be- unless we see like a mass exodus over the weekend. I think you've absolutely nailed it, Emil. The only way this will go away is if supporters basically switch off their televisions. Or watch some dodgy channels, which we obviously don't know anything about, you know. One of them? What are those? I couldn't tell you, mate. I think he's Um, talking about Razzle. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) What you get up to in your spare time, you know, we were watching the match. (laughs) I think uh, think it's absolutely disgusting. Um, But it's a bit like the boxing. If you really want to watch a boxing fight, you know you're going to have to pay a premium to watch it. It's your choice. Mm. Pay it or don't pay it. I think there's a lot of outrage, and rightly so, because of the current, again, the current climate. Um, it's it's just utter greed, isn't it? It's just absolute utter greed. But again, the only thing I can really see on it is actions speak louder than words. I certainly wouldn't pay fifteen pound, not because I'm still paying for my season ticket. It's the fact that I don't want to sit and pay fifteen pound to watch Newcastle on the television. I don't care if it's Man United. I don't care if it's bloody Jarrah Rufin. I just don't care. It's it's wrong. I'd pay for that to be fair. But um, I just I just think it's disgusting that yeah, at this time of our life and what's going on, that expecting football supporters to pay to watch a game of football on the television. It's just, it's mad as well that they're saying it's to make up for match day revenue yeah. as well. And yeah. and and. You know, it's like we literally can't go. Can you just pause it for like a second? Because the money will still be there, okay. so especially for Premier League clubs. You know, Man United are there wanting to break away and they're dishing out the, the money, but they're one of the ones leading on this, this, this. It feels good to gift. So give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100 plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation you know he'll get the gift he wants. And making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. Project Big Picture. And and then they want 15 quid from, from every fan. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's it's but horrible. Look, look what they're spending in the transfer market. Look well, at exactly. The look at the redundancies they're making. And yep. it's just, it's crazy that they can think they can charge us 15 quid for it and we'll just... We'll just do it. Like it's ridiculous. The, the price, yeah, it's the price point, isn't it? It's you know we've we've been campaigning for twenty pound tickets for for years. You know with the yeah. Football Supporters Association, and 
And like, how do we then accept fifteen pound to watch a behind closed doors game on TV? I, yeah. I just, yeah. it's it's a staggering price point. I don't, you know, I think some people would probably, if it was a fiver, yeah, you know, it might be that might be all right. You'd probably accept that maybe. Um, but yeah, it's it's the it's the fifteen pound. I just think that's a I, lot of money. I, I don't know. know. It's perhaps you know. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm from Hartlepool. I know a lot of Hartlepool fans, and they've been paying. You what? Get them off the chat. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've been paying ten pound a game to watch conference football streamed live. Wow, and that's that's crazy. Fair play to them if you want to. Yeah. Team, well, I mean, we, but I think they just saw that. It's like a, it's a bigger, a bigger product. Product. I hate that word when it comes to yeah, football. Yeah. Football but, product. You know, wow. I will put a fiver on top of that because it's Premier League. And they must think the cost will pay that, which is, which again, both prices are crazy. And like Tom has just said, five or maybe, but still, it's ridiculous because well, we're I paying. Mean, we, we look at we look at the amount we've paid. For, I mean, I think people are still having like like horrible flashbacks of the the League Cup game that people paid for. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, that Blackburn game is is time that I will not get back in twenty twenty. I've wasted a lot of time this year doing absolutely naff all. <laughs> Jesus, I would have preferred it at that point. My word. Um, no offense to Ryan Fraser's goal and all that, but um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be alternative options, of course. That there will be radio commentary, and and by the time this video goes out, we we can probably. See say this now that um saturday nights um myself um i've, I've been asked by by tomb poles uh, to to help with this we're going to do a bit of a an alternative stream on saturday night where we we youtube it like a bit of a, a sky sports fan zone i've got my mate gaz who's a, a brilliant man united fan he does stuff for bbc manchester uh and he's got more followers than me so it was you know no brainer to get him on to get the word out there <laughs> but the idea is of course that the, the, the 15 pounds goes to the food bank you can watch Brilliant. us basically shout insults at each other i can reminisce about the time that alan shearer nearly made Roy Keane cry he can pretty much Stop. tell me <laughs> pretty much tell me every other time that newcastle and i'm you know i'll probably end up crying by the end of that one but um it'll be something to watch it's going to be on gallagher shots but it'll be on all over twitter so um Please do join us Saturday night, have a can, and um, watch us probably lose 5-0 to a Man United team who we expected to uh, be all right against. Um, we, we should get onto that game now, given that it's only a couple of days away. It's been been strange having no football, given the, the volume at which the games came with Premier League, League Cup, Premier League, League Cup. We've had a, a break now. Um, starting off on, on bad news that Martin Dubravka uh, was almost ready, but he suffered a setback. Um I don't know why, but uh, December might be the case now. Um, but I, I guess that at least Carl Darlow, Matty, is 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 looking like safe hands. Um, had his birthday 30 now, which is mad because I, I still think Carl Darlow is 12. And, and <laughs> that was news to me as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 30-year-old. Jesus. I mean, he's, he's looking good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be in the net for what seems like a, a full half of the season, which is which is great for him in a way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be honest, I, I sort of made my peace with Dubravka's injury early doors and I just thought, I thought we weren't going to get him back till the next next year anyway. So for me, I was like, just like, okay, it's, just, it's the same as what I thought. But look, Dubravka's obviously one of our best players. He's, he's a great goalkeeper, but Carl Dallow, yeah, he's, he's been an adequate, you know, replacement. Um, had that fantastic game against Spurs. A lot of people don't like his sort of commanding of the area. I think he can be a look a bit dodgy when he comes for crosses. Um, I, for one, he think he sits in the middle. I think he's all right. But um, I just hope that Dubravka can get back because, I mean, we've yeah. seen this happen in the past. I don't want another annex situation where Darlow ends up hurting himself, then Gillespie hurts himself, and then we've got some Ben in the headlights. You know what I, I love, Matty? You know what I love, Matty? Every time, you're, every time you're on, Matty, we always get a Newcastle United pub quiz answer. Because we had we had we had the mention of Gail Bigger Imani the other week, and now we've had Jack Anik, and it's just it's, it's brilliant. It's good. Chelsea, I can remember it very well. Came on against Chelsea. We thought we we had we had horrible moments there, but again, you know, Gillespie, despite the the Newport's uh, disaster when that goal went in, uh, Newcastle have never been short of options in, in goalkeepers. We've kind of looked at this over the uh, over the years, but Mark, I guess you're you're pretty well. Well, factored up with with these kind of things. I mean, what what is it about Newcastle and keepers? We we don't really seem to put a foot wrong. Matt sells aside. Um, oh, well, you, well, you say that, but uh, Kevin Keegan, I've had to get Keegan in, didn't I? Yeah. Kevin, Ke Kevin Keegan <laughs> never ever settled for a, a number one. He he chopped and changed on so many occasions. 
when I think back to the people he really wanted, he wanted Brad Friedel and you mm. couldn't get a work permit for him. Yeah. And uh, he also wanted Tim Flowers when he was leaving Southampton. Blackburn ended up getting him. And, and I'm a firm believer that if Keegan had got uh, Tim Flowers, we would have won the league. And that's no disrespect to Pav or Shaka or anyone else who came in. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, but but if you look at our goalkeepers in, in, in well, I'm seeing modern day history in the last 25 years or so, for me, is a standout at Shea Given. Um, yeah, I don't definitely. Think, I don't think Dubravka comes in into Shea Given's class yet. No. Um, I think he's known for a mistake as well as a, a world class save. Um, I probably don't rate him as much as the rest of the fan base. And I don't think having Darlow in instead of Dubravka is that much of a, an issue. It's all about scoring goals. And I think Matty made a great point at the start of the, the podcast. I would definitely go with Fraser and uh, St. Maximum and um, go, go go for it, you know? Yeah. Proper wingers, old-fashioned, bit pace and get at, get at them. Well, that, that was something I was going to mention. You know, Man United are going to be without their um, their big money name, Cavani. He, he's, he's not going to be there. I think it's because he's going to be isolating. Uh, Martial is going to be suspended, so, so that's good. Um Fernandez might even not not play because of certain isolation rules. So I, I mean, think, I think that's came out today that it's going to be okay. Oh, unfortunately. Why would you? Why would you? I'm sorry. Just <laughs> to, I just want it to be. You know. I just want it to Don't be, let facts get in the way of a, a good Newcastle United story. <laughs> um, but I mean, the good news is that Harry Maguire will be available for, for Manchester United. So uh, uh, Thomas, he's I mean, not suspended because of the red card in international football. No? Uh, it only applies to Fabian Shaw. That's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, Thomas Maguire, I mean, um, you know, again, touching on that that um, podcast that me and Matt have been listening to, I feel a bit sorry for Maguire at the minute, yeah. personally. I think he's going through a, a horrible point of career. Um, we've seen him with the, the headlines in, in Russia, uh, and now we're, we're really getting the, the bit where the papers absolutely go for him. But um, as long as they're in his head on uh, on Sunday, I mean, it's, it's got to be a good thing. I mean, what, what, what's your view on it, Thomas? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I agree. I hope it's in his head come Sunday, and then after that, he can he can get back to it. Because I agree that I think it's a little bit harsh some of the stick he's getting. I actually quite like him as a centre half. I think he is going through a rough period. I'm probably one of the ones that um, thought I didn't think it was a red card. Uh, I didn't think it was a second yellow. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I thought I just I just thought because he took the ball first. I don't know. I, I just think that's that's harsh. That's going back to the challenges uh, comment right at the very start. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah. do now these days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's one of those. It, it, to be fair, he could have walked for the first one. So um, yeah, he's just going through a rough spell. Hopefully that continues. But I think he, I think he'll be okay eventually. Um, yeah. I think Man United are just crap at the minute so I, I, I quite fancy our chances it depends what Steve Bruce turns up on, on Saturday night I mean it would be a real shame if, if Newcastle United were the ones to uh, send Oli Gunnar Solskjaer packing wouldn't it I mean it, it would just uh, oh I'm just going to think of that for a minute oh, it would be, would be, would be nice yeah justice for that tackle wouldn't it Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one. And um, I mean, yeah, Man United seem like they are just like seconds away from implosion. Uh, yeah. And and we always seem to play them at, at, at that point. And I mean, going back a year, we, we kind of almost thought that, that Ollie would have been on his way after the Matty Longstaff game, which is very strange, but he's still there. Um, and, and again, that, that game was one where Newcastle needed a reaction after the Leicester game. It was, it was just over a year ago. When wow. when Matty scored his goal, which feels again like like it was five years since we were in stadiums, and I was running along the concourse because me, me I was just I was so exhausted that day. We'd done the trolley push for the food bank, and and I was stood there smelling like mad. And Bestie will tell you the same. He was like, I just stunk, but I just didn't give a shite at that point, and I just pegged it. And I mean, Man United, it, it's it's just got that history, doesn't it, Colby? I mean, we've got the. I've got Philippe on the wall here, the 5-0. Yeah. I mentioned before that the 4-3. And, and just every fixture just seems to have a, a bit of a tale about it. R Matt Ritchie, even, when, when we beat them 1-0. Just, yeah. just amazing, I mean, the isn't Matt, it? The Matt Ritchie one, I'm sure I was in the trend, and I'm sure we slipped into the bottom three that, that before kickoff. I'm sure that was the game. We were, we, basically, that was the game that turned the season round. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure we slipped Christmas. into the bottom three. Yeah, and... Um, in that, that it's, look, I mean, last season was a was a huge highlight because um, there's nothing better than seeing a, a Geordie come through the ranks, score the winning goal at the Gallagher end against Man United on your debut. Yeah. Andy Carroll's oh. there for, for no reason, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
to be fair, Sting I'll, I'll, might as well have walked on the pitch at that point. And I wouldn't have noticed. He would have yeah. been the least famous one on there. <laughs> but but you're right. Emil has been some fantastic. Obviously, the five 0 speaks for itself. You've got that fantastic four three game when that Man United say were incredible. But we we oh. were we were matching them all the way. It was amazing. Um, remember that three three draw um, in the relegation season. So much, that, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a fantastic. I remember the, the three scored, nil. Yeah, the, the yeah. three nil when uh, Duncan Ferguson scored that screamer. That was one. Yeah. Of my that was a great one. The team was sent off in that game. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, there hasn't been that many victories over Man United when you look at how many times we've played them in the in the Premier League era. But um, but every time we do beat them, it's 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 an event. But is that how far we've sort of fallen? Because we we celebrate them victories a lot more. Um, oh, I, still, I still enjoy it. I think that there's one one part of me I've always said like regardless of if a takeover yeah. happened or not, you know, I think that even if it, if take if a takeover did happen and we started doing a city, yeah, I'd, mi- I'd miss those games where yeah. you just thought, oh, we're going to get absolutely thumped today. And you look at last season as a whole. I know a lot of luck was involved and and we weren't exactly the best, but the Everton two two. Yeah, uh, beating Chelsea one yeah. nil, Man City two two, beating Man United. It was just like ah, oh, like four moments in my mind that will stand out as some of the best moments I've ever had at St James's Park or, yeah. or watching Newcastle. It just and, and Man United is is a spectacle, not just for Newcastle. It's a spectacle for every club because they are the the shit houses of yesteryear. Uh, not not so much anymore, but um, you know. Let's absolutely smash them, lads. How about it? Um, yeah, just, pay well you, get... just pay you 15 quid. Pay you 15 quid and we will beat them. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, 15 pounds just to win. Um, I'm probably, I'll probably get pelters for drinking red wine like that fella who says he doesn't eat anything red when I'm talking about the prediction for uh, for Newcastle Man United here. But um, what, what, what do you reckon, Matty? What, what's, what, you, what are you thinking of the, uh, the final score? How do you think it's going to go? With no fans there, of course. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be so <laughs> tough. <laughs> it just, you know, like the lads have said, like I've said, it all depends on what Steve Bruce fancies having a go at. Like, I, I hope that maybe... I mean, and again, it's not a going to go at Jeff Hendrick. I think he's been solid enough, but I just I hope we line up with wingers and winger positions. Um, I've been calling out for this 4-2-3-1. It'd be amazing to see... Uh, Saint Fraser and Miggy start. I don't think that'll happen because of all you know. Two of them have been on international duty. I think he'll probably stick largely with what he's done recently. I think Joe and and Callum Wilson will start, and we'll yeah. just see what else happens. But one um, one, I think. I think that's okay. what's. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, well, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I hope that's going to happen. If we win, I'll be going berserk. But you know, yeah. I, I think one one being optimistic. I just hope that we don't, you know, give a fragile Man United side the freedom to have a go at us because I think that's just to be stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I just realised we we completely forgot to mention the uh, the Denver Bar three 0 as well. Another oh god, yeah, fantastic night. Yohan Kabai's free kick. It was a oh what a what a what a hell of a win that was with Phil Jones getting his own goal. Um, but but yeah, uh, uh, Thomas, what, what what are you thinking at the weekend? Just just looking at Man United in particular here, like the way that they've come into this game after some well a horrendous loss to Tottenham. Uh, I'm going with Matty. I'm going one-one. Uh, I, I just don't trust Bruce. Mm. I really don't. Um, I, I don't think we'll set up well enough. I don't think we'll we'll attack them as much as what we we what we, what we should because of how fragile they are. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go for an optimistic one-one, but it wouldn't surprise us if we lost three-nil. Yeah. Just, you know, it's just it's it's one of those, isn't it? But then it wouldn't surprise us if we won three 0 It's one of the, it's. I'll I'll stick in the middle. I'll go one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but it's a nice fence. Tom. Tom, it's a nice fence to sit on. This. You would opposite ends of the room. I'm just wondering. You know, I've got, he's got he's got the front door behind him there, Matty, and I feel like Thomas is sat directly Tom's in front of him. <laughs> That's why it's so bright on the other side. Um, Mark, what, what 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 are you thinking? Um, I agree with, with Thomas's sentiments. To be honest, I, I think if Steve if Steve Bruce lines us up to sit back and let Man United do the damage, and don't, don't forget they might have had a, a pretty bad start the season, but they ended last season fantastic. They finished third, was it? And I think they won yeah. something like nine in the last thirteen. They were amazing. So unbelievable, good good attacking football. Which let's be honest, we don't play that, but we can we can do it. And Burnley was an example of how we can do it. Hey. Let's see a maximum go after them, as Matty said. Get Fraser on the other wing, and um, let's give it a good go. I, I think we will get beat, um, but it's because I'm not expecting anything to be honest. Yeah. But hey, if we if we if we're talking on Saturday night, and we'll... it feels good to gift. So give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day, and let him choose the gift he wants. 
With 100 plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. Pretty buzzing because we've all been proved wrong and then we'll all be happy, won't we? Totally. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pressure we you for a score then. Well. Sorry, I just think we have to keep in mind that Man United are bound to get a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just about <laughs> to say that. Carl Darlow's playing. That's what I can't oh, yeah. oh, I Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matt, what, what's your score prediction if, if, if you're going to go for one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go a 3-1 defeat, unfortunately, oh. though. Blimey, Jesus. Wait, to suck the life out of this there. Sorry, lads. <laughs> you're you trying to trust with that pessimism, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cancel the 16-0. Yeah. Someone who wants to withdraw. Carol, Carol's going to score the opener, 16-0. That's then. what we like. There we go. Uh, for, me, for me, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'd like to sit on the fence, but, you know, um, I just feel what we're about to talk about it will, will probably be something that's in my mind. And if San Maximan is, is doing what he did against Burnley, Buoyed by the fact of, of the, the, the new contract, which I'll get onto in a second, um, I, I feel like he will want to do something for the fans. I, I, something about it, he just like he'll be like he'll be there, and I feel like he'll have a Tino game in a way. He could have a Tino game, and we'll see what happens. But um, let's go one nil, one nil, and uh, San Maximan just threads it into Wilson, and we'll we'll have it at that. But I, I will not say anything else. Uh, great news to 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 end end the week, I know it was yesterday, but it, it technically is the end of the Newcastle week for us. San Maximan's six years now, um, which which is amazing. He spoke of his aspirations uh, earlier in the week, saying, basically translated as, I think, if you don't get in Europe, I'm off, lads. But that <laughs> that, that seemingly has been reversed. Um, Matty, were you worried by those those comments at all? I wasn't worried because I don't blame them for the them sort of comments. It, 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 the comments that top players are, of course, going to have going through their heads when they're at Newcastle United and what the circus that follows it. But um, I'm again, I'm not a person who reads into his comments too much. You know, I'm not going to be too annoyed. Teach at, me you know. your ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, look, I've, we've just we've all been around the block. We've all been hurt in the past, you know, <laughs> and we just all know that when we get something nice, it leaves. Very soon. And, um, Is there anything you need to talk about tonight, Matty? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just a bit... I've had my heart broken very many times. My <laughs> <laughs> um, football Jonathan, Jonathan Woodgate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, but like, it, it's just a case of, you know, yeah, he, great, he signed this, he sort of put those comments, not to bed, but baby on a nap on the sofa and just said like, look, I'm, I'm here for the next maybe couple of seasons, if that. But I think it's just, us protecting an asset, not to be pessimistic. It's just us protecting an asset. If he has to go, then it's going to be for not astronomical money, but a lot of money. And um, but listen to his comments. It was great. He said all the right things. I said on Twitter, you know, I was like a little heart flutter hearing him talk about how much he loves Newcastle. So that's that's lovely. Long may it continue, and you never know what might happen in the future. Maybe we might realise his ambitions. Maybe we might just be looking at pictures of bread for the re- for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I mean, maybe he knows something that we don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, sorry, <laughs> no, don't worry. It's it's a long running thing now where we just keep alluding to things that we don't know anything about. But um, I mean, we did have a long discussion about bread last week, and then and the, the hashtag that came in, which said "In bread we trust," which is just not right. Um, <laughs> Um, but but yeah, uh, th- there was a lot of love for the club in that announcement, Matty. As you say, um, we got another classic um, opening catchphrase from from San Maximan, where he goes, "Hi, it's Alan," and it's just the most wonderful thing you could possibly hear. Um, Mark, when did we last see a player embrace the club like San Maximan has? What a question that is! Um, off the top of my head. I'm 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 straight. I'm going straight back to this era. You know yeah. what I mean? The, yeah. Well, you, you, you've got to think of the um, the, the journeys that come through under Kevin Keegan. You know, Lee Clark, Steve Howie, uh, Robbie Elliott, who you mentioned before, uh, Steve Watson. They they basically sold the club to the likes of Genoa, etc. When they when they signed, because they made the international superstars realise what it meant to play for Newcastle United. And um, so I think that sort of you know, you had you had Kevin Keegan galvanising the troops, revolutionising the football club. You had Geordies, five, six of them. Peter Biazzi obviously was the old hat who was running the show. And I think that period of time, I think the whole team and the squad bought into what it was like to play for Newcastle United. 
I mean, you guys may know more recent footballers, but that, that instantly takes me back to that, that era where everyone, the, the, the players socialised together, they socialised yeah. with the, with the, with the, um, with the, with the supporters. They used to go on the drink on the big market, down the quayside. You, you, you'll not see a footballer down there now, will you? It, it's just, it's well, you'll not see anyone down there now. Yeah, I mean, they used to do Secret Santa. That, again, we, we mentioned it the other week about Dietmar Hamann's gift. Google it if you want. Um, I think you got a copy of you got, you got a copy of Mein Kampf for the Secret Santa. Um, Newcastle's only German at the time. And then I think there was another one where, was it Alessandra Pistoni got yeah. given a pig's heart because someone Pig's-off. said he didn't have one. Yeah. Is, yeah, fantastic. Um uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was trying to think of, of who I was thinking more of like a less the, the local lads because you you know with the local lads yeah. they, you know they, they want to play in the black and white shirts. So I was trying to think. I was thinking probably along your lines of your your your, your CCs and your your bars. I think that they kind of bought into it, but in in the way that San Maximan has not just embraced the club, but he's embraced the. I guess the way that footballers do at the minute is is the social media age. It's it's the. I mean, the, the Wolf of Wall Street video that he put on the other night was just perfect. Um, but he, he said in that video, to quote Leo DiCaprio, I'm not fucking leaving. So that's what you want to hear, really. <laughs> I, um, I, think it's, I think it helps how, how much the fans are getting on with the players as well, and how much yeah. the fans actually adore the player. Because totally. immediately I was thinking, of like, uh, I loved Ben Arthur. And I thought yep. Ben Arthur feeded off that. Yeah, I thought, he, you know, he was, he was amazing. I thought he... He embraced the club at the time. Obviously, it didn't end well, um, but I think they feed off the the feeling of the fans, don't they? And- well, I was going to say that, like Joey Barton and Kevin Nolan, I, I reckon at the time, Barton will say the right things, won't he, about Sunderland, yeah. even yeah. as Fleetwood manager, which is amazing. But but that that I guess is the sense of getting it. Yeah, that, yeah. There, was that, there was that Ben Arthur quote, wasn't there? Like Tom just said, where he said about they make you fly. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about what the Newcastle fans do. So, yeah, I mean, Ben Arthur, yeah, I mean, he wasn't, like, as vocal as, as St. Maximum, but that was a shot in my head as well. I always remember that Che Guevara banner, hope. Yeah. 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 And he was, sat in the, he was sat in the corner with next to Danny Simpson. I always remember when he wasn't getting played. It was amazing. There was a massive line trying to get the, his autograph. It was, it was quality that way. Yeah, I, hope, I hope they weren't doing massive lines. I mean, that was a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when Danny Simpson's around. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, well, um, well, lads, um, I think, I mean, it, it's just, it's great that we've got a player like Sam Maximan. I hope that he's he's going into this game at the weekend with, with you know, I hope he's flying. That, that's all you can do. Is the, is the hope flag still still around, Thomas? Is is that in the in the war flag's possession? Of the, of the, it's not in our it's... possession. That was uh, oh. that was before. That was the the Sack Pardew campaign had right. had control <laughs> of that. Because if you remember, at the same <laughs> time there was a. There was a um, like a, a Pardew one. I, I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But it had, I don't know if I had Joke underneath or something like that. That was their banner. L L L L W L L L L L. Yeah, that's right. No, it's not. It's not in the flag's possession, unfortunately. No. Well, there we go. I'd like to say that that was a question that came in from a viewer, but it didn't. You know, thank you very much, lads, for 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 joining us. Like I was about to say, it's probably been the most serious one we've done, but I think I've probably had more laughs this week than 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 a lot of weeks, apart from last week when when we when we nearly disrespected the name of senior Mister Lovenkrantz. God rest his soul, Andy Burnham. You can go and watch that one back if you want. But all I'll say is, big cocks were mentioned. There's a teaser if you wanted one. This has been extra time. Thank you so much for joining us, Thomas, Mark in particular thank you as well and uh, good luck with the uh, the Best election results lads. thank and, you uh, yes Matty, yeah. just just good luck in general mate cheers mate i'll try my very Thanks, best jess. you know yeah yeah thank you, <laughs> thank you jess you're like lorraine kelly playing the part of jess that's how she waves yeah okay cool <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you stay that one she'll take it up with you in the group yeah. um we'll see you next time away the lads In America, it's estimated that 4% of people in prison are actually innocent. When I saw them for the very first time, like I knew who my jury would be doing trial. To be honest, I knew I lost them. In 2002, the state of Georgia found Kerry guilty for his alleged involvement in a vicious rape. Only a small percentage of those people had their convictions overturned. You know, as one great justice said uh, many years ago, we don't find our witnesses from church pews. 
What series of events led to Carrie's wrongful conviction? Could this happen to anyone? What finally convinced the courts to overturn his conviction? From Zapier, in partnership with the Georgia Innocence Project, this is The 4%. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts or visit zapier.com forward slash resources forward slash podcasts to learn more. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.